just get pucks deep, you know, play the corners hard, see if good things will happen for us. Yep, we're back. Episode 18 of Just Dishing It. Joined, unfortunately, today, not by one of our one of our usual cohorts here, Mr. John Toots Tudor, at a prior engagement. We have our Selkie Award nominee, Derek Hoskins, filling in, playing it two ways here. That's a- Jumping on, doing the interviews, running things, making sure we don't crash and burn. Thanks for jumping in, doubling duty, Derek. Double dutying it, if I could speak properly. Jesus. Anyways, Derek. What's up, buddy? Not much. Just man of many hats today, so uh, we're we're doing it all. But uh, yeah, no, that's that's a high award, high praise to live up to. So we'll see how this goes. But very excited for our guest today. That's for sure. Absolutely, I'm stoked about it. As everyone knows too by now, secrets out. We're in Seneca One. I'm not in there right now. We're not recording this in there, but at some point for sure. Um, yeah, new office. It's really exciting. Thank you for everyone for the well wishes, kind words. It's only going to make us work harder, push the envelope even further, continue to do what we do. The team's excited about it. Shout out to everyone. You know who you are, busting ass, getting us, getting us leveled up. It's it's exciting times. But without further ado, really excited about this one. Please welcome everybody. Our guest this week, Buffalo AF. What's good? Yeah, sunglasses up, looking like the macho man himself. Yes, AJ, sir. AJ Buffalo AF. What? A, how do I address you here? Either or is good. Yeah. Okay. Either one. Man of many hats, as they say. Speaking <laughs> of hats, one you got on the merch, my friend. A plus. Love the merch game. So sick. Hell yeah. Appreciate it. Get that right. Buffalo-AF.com. Head over there. Check out the merch. I'll even plug it for you because I love the it sun- that much. The sunglasses are a hit. I mean, yeah. perfect for, the perfect macho, for you know, 4th of July weekend, you know. Oh, yeah. Maybe yeah. bump some sales. These ones, so these ones sold out. I got more on the way, but they're, they're, they're stuck in transit. They've been struck, stuck in transit for like two months now. Damn. Jeez. So, they fly off the shelves right away. Uh, these ones took like a month or so. Not bad, not bad. Yeah. Well, AJ, I mean, you know, I'm I'm relatively new, I guess, to what you do. I've known about you for a while, but I'm excited to dive into this a little more because, you know, I find your stuff hilarious. <laughs> I think it's, <laughs> it's it's fantastic content. It's it's so wholesome, in my opinion. It, you know, what really, where did this idea come from? Just flat out. Yeah. Um, I mean, first off, listen, I'm new to it too. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I was, in, I was in college and uh, sell, just selling sneakers. Like I, I still do, but I was in college and I was thinking like all these places sell merch and everything. But nobody like shows like the rated R side of Buffalo. Nobody shows the craziness of Bills Mafia, like through merch. I'm saying, and I was like, "What? Well, why doesn't anybody do that?" You know, there's there's so many brands at the time. It was like 2018. 
there there wasn't as many as there is now. Like now everybody does it because they're good and they're winning, but there wasn't as many. So that was my original idea. Um, made some shirts, made the account, didn't sell anything, like went went to tailgates and, and hustled. And uh, I remember a Patriots game on a Monday night. And I had class the next morning in, in PA. I had to drive back, but I, I sold out of the shirts in the tailgates. So then I on that drive back, I remember thinking I was like, I was like, damn, I need to grow this account before I can just like sell merch. So I just grinded for, for you know, two years, three years, and um, now I'm I'm back to selling merch. So what was kind of the what was kind of the hardest thing for you as as far as like that that you remember most i guess about the hustle and times the come up and sort of stuff like self-doubt like any stuff like that that crept in that you had to overcome throughout the process uh man hard hardest times uh like definitely in college you know like no money um right. just grinding and you know, cars broken down. You got to walk packages to the to the to the post office. Um, stuff like that were were definitely the hardest times. But um, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot that goes into it. You know, like yeah. So, like, so many things can affect you when when you're trying to do something. Like, family, friends, people outside of what you're doing can have can affect you and distract you so like the hardest part is like blocking that out and then just staying staying on course staying in your lane yeah i love that definitely definitely can relate to that there you know distractions there's you know a lot of times too i'm sure like you know a lot of your stuff centered around you know having fun you know that that rated our side if you will of, of buffalo and stuff with the merch and everything but you know, a lot of the time I feel like you have to go through those challenges when you start making progress, make that progress much sweeter. And I feel like it, it like refuels that drive, if you will, to do it better, do it bigger. Do you, do you find that relatable to what you're doing? hundred percent. Yeah. Like so many, so many people doubt, hate all that stuff. And whenever you take a step up it's it's always so much better when you when you prove people wrong for sure yeah yeah definitely that kind of that kind of feels like that like this bills team we got now in a way like like proving everybody wrong in a lot of respects and continuing to to step up and that's like a a parallel i kind of immediately noticed that i love but (laughs) the under the underdog story yeah Everyone everyone loves a good underdog story yeah um, AJ, I just like now with my background in the you know media side of things. Like, what came first was it like were you doing merch side of things first, or were you doing like content like YouTube side of things first? Like, what was your idea first, or were they kind of synonymous? Yeah, so it's it started on Instagram, and it started with merch mainly, um, and the, and the merch was kind of trash to be honest. But it was it was just like breaking tables, and I, I sold a shirt with like Tom Brady's face. Do you guys remember the LFL, Lingerie Football League? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was it was one of those players with Tom Brady's face on it. Oh, I've I honestly have seen that before. Yeah, no, I've seen that shirt before. 
those those were the first two shirts I sold. That's amazing. Um, but yeah, so it started with merch, but then I was like, I was like, man, this is too hard to sell merch with no followers and everything. So then I I dove into content, you know, head first, and um, I didn't really show my face at all on the account until after I graduated because I, I played football in college and our coaches were like on our social media. Um, you know, they were bust our ass for posting weird stuff or funny stuff um, or inappropriate stuff. They, they would literally pop up on, on the PowerPoint, like in front of the whole team and then just like bitch us out if we posted something dumb. Um, so I didn't show my face on the account or anything until I graduated. Once I graduated, I started doing wing reviews on Instagram, um, kind of like Portnoy does the pizza reviews. Got a lot of hate for that. Um, mainly because, you know, if, if I gave a bad review to (laughs) a restaurant, it was like, it was like the owner and the owner's like whole entire family would just swarm like it's It's like super small family. So they all just like attack, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. None of them followed me. None of them knew me. They, They just like swarmed into my comments and, um, so I got a lot of hate for that, but I did over 60 wing reviews. Oh, wow. um, it slowly became just like a reason to get drunk on Wednesday and eat wings. <laughs> and it was like, it was fun for me, but like at the same time, like recording it and everything was, it started to get annoying. And during the pandemic, I started to realize I was like, I should, I shouldn't be bagging on these, you know, restaurants in Buffalo when, when they're hurting the most, you know what I mean? So yeah, I, I stopped that. Um, this year I started going hard on YouTube and, uh, TikTok. So, yeah, I've seen the TikTok account yeah. too. I mean, especially the, the, the Buffalo wild wings one, you know, like the one video went, how many, do you have like a million views I think on it or something? Yeah. A little over that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, how does that, how does it feel like once you like, cause like, obviously you're like, you keep grinding on them and then like you have that one and it like just goes off and like you probably saw some pretty good growth out of that from like probably the TikTok and then hopefully the YouTube as well. Yeah, a little bit. Um, it, it's, it's definitely a good feeling. Um, <laughs> I get, I get so much hate. It's like you, you have a TikTok that goes viral and you, you get some of the followers and stuff that, that comment some hate. And then you get a TikTok that goes viral, viral. And then just the weirdos come out of the woodwork. You know what I mean? Like I got, for example, I got some comments here on the wall. If you want me to read them, you want me to read oh, them? Oh, hell yeah. I mean, yeah. The I got a couple on the, yeah. on the wall is I, awesome. I hang them up. You know, they're, they're like little motivation for me. All right. Here's my favorite one. Ready? D-bag. <laughs> <laughs> that's it <laughs> entitled entitled boy in a grown body yous are just rude in a bad way uh most views you have ever gotten is 500 you don't have 1k subs no one wants the merch i bet all that tough guy shit really turned your boyfriend slash uncle on great job scooter <laughs> you're such a d-bag that's awesome. I, you 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 got like the Portnoy. There, there's so many, dude. There's so the, many. There's so got, like, many the, I, I pages. 
the Portnoy-esque with the uh, champagne bottles of his of their enemies' uh, names on it. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. What's do you have like a aside from you know do like post it on your wall over there to for some motivation? Do you have any other way or or tricks to kind of block that out and just kind of stick to your vision for what you see for your brand and, and keep going forward rather than let that noise distract like your overall product products. Uh, I mean, look, like these are, these are funny and, and they're obviously motivation. I look at these, I see these in my, in my like notifications and stuff and 99 0.9% of these people have never made content a day in their life. You know what I mean? And if yeah. they have, it's garbage. Like I, I look at some of their profiles and it's like they, they've never been in a creator's shoes. So they, they don't know how it feels. So I, I take it with a grain of salt. I mean, but at the same time, like I just post it here when I'm, when I'm bored or if I get a break or whatever, and I just look at it, I'm like, all right, I, I got to go prove these people wrong. But, um, you know, the biggest thing is like, for me, family and friends, dude, it's crazy. But like family and friends just like blowing you off as a joke, not believing in you. Um, that that's the, that's the biggest thing to me that like really hits home is just like family and friends and loved ones, just not believing in what you're doing. And, kind of blowing everything off as a joke that that pushes me the most to like prove them wrong. Yeah. Whatever you got to do to keep that motivation up and, and, and trust the vision and, and believe in yourself. That's all important in the, the creative process and doing something unique. Um, yeah. I got to ask too, sitting behind you there for those, the viewers on YouTube that we'll have here, the shoes. How did you get into the sneaker game? I know you mentioned that you were doing that in college. Cause I want to circle back to college and ask you about that and, and the, the football background too, as we go along here. But yeah, I wanted to ask you about the shoes. How'd you become a sneakerhead? Uh, it actually started when I was probably seventh or eighth grade. Um, my sister's boyfriend, who is now her husband, he, I remember going into like his room when he was in college and he just had like this wall of sneakers and I thought it was like crazy. I thought it was the coolest thing. And <clears throat> I played AU basketball. And um, I don't know if you guys know the Grove City outlets, but I had a lot of games down there. So we would always go to the outlets and they had like $20 sneakers, $30 sneakers. Um, so like every, every tournament, I would just grab a pair, different color to match the outfits and stuff. Um, so I just collected this huge array of different color sneakers and i ended up with like 70 pairs around there 60 or 70 pairs of sneakers by the time i was uh junior in high school i think yeah. and um i started selling them off i was like i was like man you know i don't, I don't need all these sneakers I, I don't wear half of them so i started selling them and i started seeing like money come in i was i was making more money on some of the pairs than I even paid for them, even after I wore them. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, screw this, dude, I'm selling them. Yeah. So I started selling sneakers and then I took the money, reinvested it. And by the time I was like a senior 
I created like a page and eBay and all that. Um, and I started reselling sneakers more and more. Um, and then all throughout college, I did it. And um, that page is at the Kick Empire. And uh, that was my first experience with like Shopify and social media marketing and all that stuff. And to be honest, I learned more from that, from, from sneakers, selling sneakers and all that than I did in four years in college. <laughs> what's what specifically what's like one of the biggest things that you learned that that's been tangible for the rest of your life since then branding marketing um you know playing with numbers profits profit margins um just reading like the markets and the way sh certain sneakers shift certain sizes are more than others and tr trying to trying to play the game of business yeah. basically you know what i mean yeah that's dope it's a cool way to kind of get like introduced to it i mean you know obviously it's something that you enjoy it's like a passion of yours and using that as a tool financially but just for your knowledge going forward and other endeavors man that's that's awesome good on you derek were you gonna ask yeah, something? I'm yeah i'm just <laughs> bob go ahead aj real, real quick real quick the craziest part we spent one chapter in college on social media marketing, one chapter. And when did you graduate? It lasted about 20 minutes. I graduated in 2019. That's brutal. Oh, man. So behind. Yeah. Crazy. So behind. Sorry, Derek. Go ahead. No, I was just the only thing I was going to ask was like, I guess over the years of like, you know, buying, selling shoes, like, like one, what was your like biggest like sale purchase? for shoes and then like two like what was your favorite sale purchase i guess of shoes you know over the years of like you like in the shoe game pretty much uh what what was the biggest sale and what was the other one favorite? yeah and like just your favorite one like if you had like a favorite shoe that you ever bought and like still have or like a shoe that you've sold you know like good story or something okay. like that behind yeah. that kind of thing yeah um probably the most expensive pair was a pair of Yeezy platinum ones, like the Nikes. And, uh, those were, I got them used for 1400, 1500. That's, and, yeah, uh, that's a lot for a pair. Yeah. <laughs> well, brand new, they go on, on stock X right now. They're, they're about 18 grand. Jesus. Yeah. So those, those are probably the most expensive. And then you still favorite, have, do you still favorite, have those? I do. Oh, I nice. still have them. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to sell them eventually, but, um, the favorite story was, uh, a pair of Travis Scott fours. I got them off the sneakers app somehow and they were retail. I think they were like two twenty five or something. They were super hard to get. And I got them. And I went to the seller, actually. You guys know the seller, obviously. Oh, yeah. Um, shout I went out to the, the seller. seller. They... <laughs> shout out to the seller. I buy a ton from there. I, I got to go pick up sneakers from there, like, tomorrow. I, I buy so much from there. Awesome. Um, but I went there to try to sell them, and they offered, like, 300 I'm like, I'm really looking for, like, 320 340 somewhere around there. And they're like, oh, sorry, most we can do is 300 I was like, all right, fine. So I listed them on uh, Go app and uh, on my website for like 340 and they sold like almost instantly. 
and then look forward to like now I don't even know what they're going for, but I, I remember at one point they were they were selling for like four fifty five hundred. So, like that's just part of the game, you know. What yeah. I mean? Like the more rare it gets, the older it gets, and the harder to find it is, you know, the price goes up. So it's supply and demand. Yeah, that's that's the the shoe game's always fascinated me. Like just people in it and stuff. But oh, geez. oh, there you go. Derek flexing some Yeezys. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, cop, the copper ones too so yeah. like those are the those are the that's my only claim to the sneaker game is that <laughs> are those ones that's that's all i have and those are like the more sought after ones dude my shoe my shoe game as far as like nice ones like that's so weak i have like a pair somewhere at my dad's house i don't even know where they are they're probably in horrible condition at this point a pair of those old carmelo anthony's they have like the light blue with the green and yellow on them. I can't remember what number they were, but that's the closest I'm getting those Jordans. But anyways, AJ, kind of along the sneaker sports sort of line here, I touched on it, but it's so did you regarding your college football career. Talk a little bit about that where, you know, obviously that, that had to be a blast, you know, take us through a little bit of that Where Was that something you – scholarship walk on like you know just kind of dive into your college football story because i think that's sweet yeah so i always wanted like a that was that was my dream in high school to get like a full full ride somewhere um didn't get it uh join the club but i got (laughs) yeah (laughs) i got i got two partials um from d2 schools coming out of high school one was uh, Assumption out in Massachusetts, and then the other was from Edinburgh. And Assumption was a private school. Edinburgh was a public school. So Edinburgh, with all the grants I got and stuff, ended up being way cheaper yeah. than, the, than the private school. So I went to Edinburgh um, on a partial ride, and uh, that was crazy. I had, I, had three, I had three different head coaches in four years. Damn, um, wow. We had – from my freshman year to my sophomore year, we had the biggest turnaround in NCAA history. My freshman year, we went 0-11. My sophomore year, we went 9-2. and um, wow. And in my sophomore year, we, we got a whole new coaching staff, basically. Uh, the head coach was the by far the best coach I ever had in my life. He is now at Vanderbilt, I think, and – um, the defensive coordinator I had that year is actually the safeties coach for the Bills right now. Wow. Um, shout out to Bobby Babich, craziest <laughs> motherfucker I ever met, dude. He was nuts. <laughs> he was a nut job on the field, meanest motherfucker I knew. But then, like off the field, he was like, "Yo, AJ, let me get, let me get some. He got game 13s. Let me let me get those Jordan 12s, man. He was trying to hit me up for sneakers, dude. I love it. Um, so he he was cool, but uh, he was he was definitely crazy. Um, yeah, but it was it was cool. It was rough. Um, it, it was definitely a ride, and I learned a lot from it. You know well, what I mean? What were some um, of the biggest learning moments or takeaways? Because I mean, that sounds like a lot of ups and downs, adversity. Like you know, sports are like that, but especially with that, you know, the coaching staff turnover, especially in a short, you know, foot like football season's a bit shorter. It's a little more condensed, I guess. Less games all that sort of stuff. Walk us through that a little bit. Yeah, I would say the biggest thing is like control what you can control. And the uncontrollables, 
like in football is, you know, what the coach does with you, what the other players do, what the other team does. Um, you, you can't control it. So don't stress over it. You know what I mean? Like control what you can control. And if, if the whole team does their job and controls what they can control, you know, you're going to win. So um, I think that's the biggest thing that I, I got out of it. Um, you know, no matter whether you're losing, winning, just control what you can control, be the best person you can be and do the best job you can do. Uh, I couldn't agree more, man. That's that's fantastic. What position were you? The defensive guy? So I actually got switched around 11 times. Damn. <laughs> Would 11. you play every position? <laughs> uh, damn close. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I started off as like a strong safety-ish, and then I moved to a – I moved to a will and then I moved to a mic and then I moved back to a will and then I moved to a tight end, like H back, like a, like a, not a slot, but like a, a wing. And then, um, I moved back to defense. I was the will. And then I was like the mic and then I was the will. And then I was the mic and I was a Sam at one point. And then I was back to the will and then I was back to the mic. It was crazy, dude. What was, that, was, was that a lot of that just like coaching or was that like because of the coaching turnover or were you like bulking up like, oh, this, this, this sort of playbook didn't really suit your skill set? What do you think that was attributed to? It had a lot to do with coaching for sure, um, different, different philosophies and stuff, but um, a lot of it was depth and injuries. Right. You know, yeah. if we had too many guys at one spot, not enough guys – when they moved me to tight end wing, I was we, we had two guys there, so they wanted me to be the wing. Um, but like when I moved back and forth from Will and Mike so much, uh, for those that don't know, Will and Mike is you know outside linebacker, middle linebacker, pretty much. Um, but when I was moving back and forth there, it was it was just due to like injuries and stuff. But along with that comes like totally different responsibilities totally right. different jobs when you're the mic you you control the defense you're the quarterback of the defense and stuff um when you're the will it's it's uh, it's a little bit easier depending on the defense but like sometimes you have to cover more and there, there's so much different stuff that goes into it Derek what were you gonna ask oh no I just was asking um I kind of actually slipped my mind now that I did yeah. kind of kind of Everything got wrapped up into that question pretty much. That was wow. pretty, pretty much along the lines of what I was going for. Cool. But, yeah, AJ, the, like, you know, do you think, like, that mental workout you're talking about, getting moved around constantly and stuff, is that – do you think that's made you a better businessman, content creator, creative in, in any way? Uh, Probably in, like, one way or another. I, I would say work ethic probably. You know, like yeah. I remember our winter workouts, we, oh, I want to like puke just thinking about them. We, we had, we had a bubble, like an indoor bubble and we had to be there by 5.45 AM and we would run for like an hour and then we would lift and then we would have like classes all day and then meetings and film study and like, and then we would go straight into spring ball, which is horrible. And then, um, camp was the worst before I, I played before they outlawed three days. So we had, we had three days at one point. Um, 
and that was that was hell that was horrible that was the worst thing i've ever been through and and they make it that way so they weed out you know the bad people the lazy people yeah um it's it is what it is so you, you just got to make it right yeah i remember countless hockey camps like that or you're on the ice three times a day but yeah it's especially that last one you're just like gear soaked like you're just ready to get out of there no, i yeah, i feel you sure. there but age i want to dive in a little more to you know the pranks and everything um you know what's kind of been how did that all get started where did that idea come from as far as that piece of the content creating that you do because i think it leans into the brand perfectly what you're trying to do to be honest and <laughs> you're good at them dude i don't know how you keep a straight face a lot of these in some of these scenarios from the ones I've seen, I'm like, I would have laughed. I just love watching. Like I would have laughed by now easily. I would have broken. Yeah. Thanks. Um, I don't know, to be honest, like when I, when I first started like really putting my face out there and stuff, it was just the wing reviews. Yeah. And those were kind of boring to be honest. I was, I was trying to like crack jokes or like mess with people walking by and stuff just to make them a little more interesting. Um, but then right before the pandemic hit, I started TikTok and thank God I did because Buffalo F was at like the Instagram account was at like 6,000 followers ish. Mm -hmm. And um, now it's at like 19 and that's all mainly because of TikTok, you know, just making, I don't, I don't even know how I started on TikTok, really. I, I think it was like posting clips of my wing reviews, like the funny parts of my wing reviews on TikTok. And I was like, oh, people like this. Yeah. So I just started making more and more TikToks because I had nothing else to do. I was unemployed and just like everybody else. And um, I was just making TikToks every day. So then I had a friend that had a camera and we, we went out and did a quarantine tailgate. And it was just like a bunch of random stuff I thought of, like we did the Pinto Ron thing, you know, except with chicken wings and blue cheese. Um, and it was just like a lame video for like, <laughs> I think it was like five minutes long. Just like me by myself being stupid. Um, so that was, that was like the very first one. And then I did, I don't think I did another one really until um, when the bill season started. And that was the first time I met Nick. Um, I actually texted Adam and I was like, yo, can you come film for me? I'm trying to start this YouTube channel, whatever. And he's like, oh, I got to film at um, Rec, I think it was Rec Room or something. Yeah. He goes, but I know a guy that can, that can that's willing to come film for you. And I was like, all right, cool. So Nick showed up to this like house party. And that video actually did okay for what my YouTube channel was at the point. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was fun. And me and Nick vibed. And um, so we, me and Nick just started going more and more hard and eventually like i really didn't start going hard on youtube until um after the denver bills game when they came home to the airport yeah i was like hammered out of my mind and i nick texts me he's like he's like yo you want to go to the airport and get some content i'm like bro i'm already on my way and he's like <laughs> perfect i'll meet you there and it was like the craziest thing like that. That was nuts. So um, after that, I was like, all right, I got to go hard on YouTube now. 
So me and Nick were just going at it. Um, sorry, my dog's walking around. Um, uh, that's good. They're all walking. He took a peek over too. He's like, "Oh, what's AJ doing?" And then he just started <laughs> yeah. heading downstairs. That was funny. Um, but yeah, me, me and Nick have just been have been grinding, and Nick's Nick's a hustler, dude. Hell yeah, he's oh, we know. Pack. We know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. He never has time for me anymore. I feel, oh. I feel like I feel like my girlfriend's cheating on me now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. Dude, he is a hustler. That that dude's awesome. I mean, and what? It's all right, though. What's you know? We're, what, we're filming tomorrow morning. Me and Nick are filming tomorrow morning. So yeah, look at that. Beautiful. Right before the day before the podcast episode drops. See, look at that. Good yep. vibes, man. Yeah, he's he's definitely a hustler. Um, you know, he's he's talked extensively. Like, dude, every you know the content piece he helps you with. The you know whatever it is, you know the Miami trip, all that sort of stuff. Like he's always got a smile on his face. Like it's cool. Cause just talking to you now, it's, you genuinely, genuinely enjoy what you do. And I know Nick does for, for his work and him as a creative, but I mean, speaking of the Miami trip, I mean, what was, was that like kind of the first big trip you did with all of this? Like, is that, is that right? That's kind of like the first one you really did. Yeah. Yeah. So that was funny. We, we were supposed to do airsoft with Dion and oh, that's I was, right. like, I remember I, him telling me that now. Yeah. He like, he was just in town basically doing nothing. So I was thinking of something to do cause I needed a video for the weekend. So I, he, Dion was like, yeah, I'm down. Like, let's go do it. So, um, I booked everything and paid for Dion spot and all that. And, Dion, like literally a half hour before, he's like, "Bro, I can't, uh, COVID or whatever, or, uh, whatever." And I was like, "I was like, all right, that's cool." He's like, "You know what though? Just come down to Florida, and we'll shoot a banger." And I was like, "All right, like that doesn't sound too bad." <laughs> um, so, so we went down to Florida, and uh, he just got a new house. And it's fucking unbelievable. Um, and me and Nick spent you know, from 7 a.m. on Friday morning until 3, 3.30-ish in the morning, technically Saturday, with him. Uh, we were just swimming and drinking and having a good time. Dion doesn't drink, but um, he was he was super, super cool. And then we actually went back the next night, too. Um, but that Friday was the night he slammed me through the table. Um, <laughs> and that hurt like crazy. That video is legendary. That's that's a that's an iconic piece. Never been slammed that hard, dude. I I was. Never. It's funny because I that's I was gonna segue into like that with your relationship with Dion and like specifically that video because I've had some concussions in my day, but that one was ripe, dude. It's crazy. Like my, <laughs> you look at it in like slow mo. I looked at oh, that video probably a hundred times. You look at it in slow-mo and it doesn't really look like my head hits anything. And if it did, it's a turf. You know what I mean? Like it didn't yeah. the turf was like nice and like soft and it was the was whiplash like, part. Yeah. It was like <laughs> I don't know what happened, but the back of my head was killing me. Like my neck lower head area yeah. was shot. I was like out of it. Plus I was hammered. So that didn't help. But it was that was crazy. I mean um, just Picture what he does on a 
Sunday afternoon, you know? Oh, yeah. That's... <laughs> untold, untold story right now. We actually... We were leaving at, like, 3 a.m. And he was, like, talking shit to me, and I was talking shit to him. That's just... That's how it is with me yeah. and Dion. It's so weird. It's like a it's like a bad episode of like Robin Big. I don't know <laughs> what it is. Me and me and him just go at it, dude. That's um, great. But we were just talking shit. We we're leaving, and I was like, I, I don't know how I came up with this, but I was like, I was like, dude, I guarantee I'll beat you in a one on one. And he's like, what? <laughs> I was like, I was like, bro, you don't know me. Like, I played at Edinburgh University. You don't know me. And he's like, he's like laughing. Like, he's sober. I'm, I'm drunk out of my mind. And he's like, you just want to do it for the camera. I'm like, no, Nick, put your, put your camera down right now. We'll do it out here in the front yard. And he's like, all right, fine. He, he takes his slides off. He gets in his position, and the sprinklers are going in his front yard, which I don't know why, because he has turf everywhere. And I'm in my four-point stance, right? I'm all ready. He goes, all right, you, you go on my foot. Like a normal normal drill, you know, offense moves first, defense goes. So he moves his foot. He, like, just moves it a little bit, and I just stay there. And he's like, he's like, what are you doing? And he moves it again, and I just stay there. He's like, what the hell are you doing? And I was trying to, like, Surprise attack. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean? yeah. So then I try to go, but the turf is all wet. <laughs> and I'm just in my Jordans. I just fall flat on my face. Like <laughs> first step I try to take. And he just lays on top of me. So I'm like, all right, run it, run it back, run it back. So I take my shoes off. And this time I go on the first movement and I start bull rushing him a little bit. I actually had him on his heels for a little bit. Okay. I had him a couple steps back and I took him by surprise because he didn't think I was going to do that. And then he just absolutely takes me and throws me like five feet into the bushes by the road. <laughs> Toss me midair. Uh, and I was just in the bushes. Probably um, effortlessly too. Yeah, he just wanted oh, to yeah. give him a second. I bet. Oh, that's so funny. He just wanted to go to bed. He's oh, like, he like, get out of my house. <laughs> I bet. Three in the morning at this. We'll toss this guy really quick. And get it over with. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Uh, dude, I mean, what if you, you know, I, you, you know, you mentioned like, um, I know that's, that's what I was going to ask is what has been like, like, I know the table incident, cause we we're going to talk about some of the other pranks and stuff, but like, do you have a favorite one? Like one that you like had the most fun doing or like, I don't know, just like a any cool, like inside stories that most people wouldn't get just watching the content or watching the video. Uh, I, yeah, I do have one actually. Um, so the, the airport video, the first one that I, I told you guys about that really made me like start going hard on YouTube. Yeah. Um, that was crazy. We were there till like 3am and like I said, Nick, Nick came out and I was on my way there with a group of friends. And by the time I got there, Lost all my friends. No idea where they were. And then and then Nick calls me. He's like, yo, I'm here. Where are you at? So I ran out to his car and got him. And we started, like, filming and vlogging and stuff. And um, it, was, it was, like, crazy, whatever. I just kept drinking and drinking and drinking. And 
people that like knew me from like TikTok or whatever kept handing me beers and wanting to shotgun <laughs> and stuff. So I was like, I was gone. And the airplanes finally coming in, like just pulling in and it was packed like shoulder to shoulder. And I don't know what happened, but I just like fell asleep out, just fell backwards on my back. And I was just laying there and I'd like come to, and there's these two old white ladies on top of me, probably like in their fifties or sixties. And they looked like twins. I know they, they probably didn't in real life, but I was drunk. So I <laughs> could have swore they were twins. And they're like, call an ambulance. He's got blood everywhere. Blah, 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 blah. I had blood on my, I had a little tiny cut on my thumb from trying to shotgun a beer. Like oh. I, was, I was punching holes in a beer and I had blood. Like I got blood all over my shirt and stuff. Oh, Jesus. Um, but they thought it was like from falling. So they're like, call an ambulance, blah, 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 blah. So this one girl that like I knew, it was one of my buddy's ex-girlfriends like from way back. I didn't see her all night. She came up. She's like, no, he's fine. Just get him up. And <laughs> she just like helps me up. She's like, you fucking owe me one. And I was like, yeah, you're right. And then Nick, Nick's like standing over there with the camera trying to get shots of the plane. And all of a sudden I like scream his name and he turns around and he's like, oh, shit. And he like runs over and I just like put my arm around him and he fucking carries me to the car and Nick fucking saved the day. Cause he drove me home and fucking walked me to the car, dude. That was, that's probably the, the best untold story of the YouTube channel. That's super funny because I got the call like right after Nick dropped you off. Um, and he was like telling me, cause he was trying to get me to go, but I was like in a place that I wouldn't have been able to get there. I was also wasted myself. I was like not able to like drive. And I was like, I'm not going to make him go out of my way. I didn't have any of my camera gear with me or anything. And I, I got that call and he was just like, almost like I, it sounds a lot more calm when you tell it because like I got a very fresh story and like, <laughs> it was like, a, I mean, from what it sounds like a very hectic night and like Nick was just like pointing the camera at everything kind of thing. Yeah, he was he was probably like, good thing you didn't come, dude. <laughs> no, he literally no, that's funny because he literally did say that. <laughs> he was like, that was a mess. <laughs> oh, but yeah, like a dude. good but a good mess. And I know the video did really well with that. Um I mean my personal favorite, at least especially lately, is the the, the Buffalo Wild Wing shit has been just incredible. Like I think it's so funny the TikTok like we talked about earlier, you know, blew up and everything. But um, like, what was your process of like going through that, like coming up with the idea? Um, and like, also, do you have like just like a store, like a like a list of ideas that you've got ready to go? Pretty much. I mean, we got a pretty big season coming up, obviously. And yeah. Back um, with fans, obviously, like probably have a I lot know. of stuff that you've been trying to do but haven't yeah. been able to do. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. Um, speaking of that, I, I tried going to the home opener. I tried pulling into multiple like private lots mm -hmm. last year and none of them would let me go tailgate. I was trying to start a tailgate and I was going to tell my Instagram followers like, come here, let's go tailgate. But none of them would let me pull in and tailgate. Um, but going back to the Buffalo Wild Wings thing, like they just talk so much crap on on TikTok, like they're so obvious about boneless wings are real wings and oh. ranch ranch does go on wings and stuff. 
Um, <laughs> for their they, market, for some... their marketing, correct? Like, like their actual, yeah. like their actual TikTok, right? Yeah, or or their yeah, 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 yeah. Their their actual TikTok, and they're they're so hard about that. Um, so I just figured, hey, let's let's go protest them in real life now that the, <laughs> you know the pandemic's over and stuff. So let, let's let's go do it in real life instead of talking shit to them on online. Um, so we just, I, I just went there by myself and Nick sat in the car and we just filmed the first one and we got some good reactions out of people, but yeah, I do I mean, have a list. I do have a list of stuff that I want to do that I've been wanting to do that. I wanted to do in Florida that we didn't get to do. Um, I mean, I bought like props for stuff that we didn't get to do. And like, there, there's so much stuff, but, um, we definitely like, we're, we're going to be at every home game. We're going to be interviewing a lot of people. It's going to be a little different. Like, I'm not going to do any crazy pranks. I do have one thing planned, but I'm not going to say it because I don't want to give it away yet. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, don't obviously, yeah, no, stuff, definitely don't. Just a little yeah. teaser, obviously, here. Yeah, it'll be fun. Something's coming, courtesy of just dishing it. Buffalo <laughs> AF reveals. Yeah, yeah. Um, you heard it here first. Heard it here first, folks. <laughs> I would hope something's happening. Yeah. But no, what are your, I mean, you know, talking about the bills, that's obviously a huge thing in the city. I mean, we're obviously, we're not going to bring up the Sabres at all on this one. There's no need to. Um, but no, the bills, it's been, I mean, what a team. I mean, it's so exciting. Like talk about like, you know, were you a diehard bills fan essentially from birth? Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah I mean, pretty much it, it's, it was, it was a rough, 20 some years. <laughs> yeah, I man. Feel it's horrible. Dude, I feel like they're, they're Buffalo sports, you know, especially AJ from, I grew up in the Rochester area initially. So like I'm familiar with Buffalo and stuff, but living here is very different. Like it's, you know, experiencing it firsthand is different. You know, I think the league and just like, I don't know the NFL in my, it's better when the bills are doing good. Like they're just that kind of fan base. Cause like the, you know, that side that you're a part of that you, you shed light on where it's just the crazy passion and stuff. Like, I don't know. It's, it's awesome to see, but you know, what are your expectations, you know, for the bills this year, you know, just as a fan. Well, Super Bowl, obviously. <laughs> Hell yeah. Same, same as the last 20 <laughs> years, but, um, <laughs> No, it, it's crazy though. Like the whole city is completely different when they're winning. Yeah, it's so crazy. It, it's almost like we were we were in the Great Depression in the '30s, and we and we came out of it, and now like everyone's prospering, everyone's happy, having a good time, and yeah. it's so crazy, dude. Everyone's so much happier. I, I can't imagine if they win a Super Bowl. Like it, it's going to be a full year of just partying and wearing Bills gear. Oh yeah, yeah. AJ. I mean, like I I live down. Like I'm literally five minutes. I mean, you know where Cav lives. Like we're we're five minutes from the stadium, so like it, it's pretty wild to see and stuff. It's definitely like, and I'm really excited for. I'm sure you are too. Like with like you said, it's just different when the Bills are doing better in the city. But you know, it, it'll be different once everyone can celebrate it together. Because I feel like everyone had to celebrate it amongst their own like pods, pretty much. Yeah, yeah like doing the. Because last year we did, you know, at least, you know, my friend group, we did a, a dedicated, like, home base, and we watched every single game together, and that was pretty much it. And 
we rode the way. Same pizza order. Oh same yeah, beverages. pretty pretty close to it. But Lucky yeah. sneakers, all, the whole nine. No, I know you're same underwear. Say, yeah, yeah. Don't wash it till you don't. Till, <laughs> you can't get rid of the mojo, obviously. Yeah. But, a lucky outfit. I know you're you're obviously looking forward to that, and it's going to be a fun year. And like, I'm really excited to see the content that you're able to, you know. Oh yeah, and like get full out. on real tailgates, or even yeah. in the stadium. Oh my god, that's going to be. I'm stoked. It's going to be crazy. I can't wait, dude. Cause I I have so many like memories and moments from like past games that like obviously I didn't film. And mm-hmm. just like looking back on it now, like if I had a camera guy then, like doing YouTube videos, it like it would have went crazy. So now are you gonna be uh, in, gonna, are you gonna be inside of every game? You got you're, are, are, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> I'll <just be> <laughs> I didn't know if that was a if you, if you were allowing that in the budget of getting tickets or, or not, but I would imagine you might probably get a try few. And... You might get a few here and there, but I'll, I'll definitely be inside all the tables <laughs> for sure. Yeah, absolutely, man. And what was I thought? I saw a rumored like trying to get a Buffalo AF lot. Like, how's what's what's the status of that? Is that uh, is that you know going on, or is that dead in the water? Like, what's what's going on with that? Uh, it's, we're working on it. (laughs) We're working on it. Um, I, am not going to buy a lot, um, because, you know, I I looked at like a lot of residential lots and the zoning form would just be a nightmare. And isn't it like, aren't they like grandfathered in? Isn't that a whole nother thing too? Like getting the permits and stuff. Yeah. I don't know about that. It gets into the messy. Yeah. It's it's definitely messier than, than I expected. I thought it was just like buy a piece of land and go party, but it's, <laughs> I guess it's, it's not that easy apparently. Darn. Um, so we're, we're in talks with a lot owner. Um, and, and we're going to, we're going to try to turn it into basically the Buffalo AF lot. Like a hosted, like a hosted party kind of like, you know, like uh, Buffalo AF, you know, sponsored lot kind of deal. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, there's there's no guarantee. It all depends on the owner if if he wants to do it or not. But um, that's basically what we're working on right now. Hey, man, you've got our support. I'll definitely if if that go if that goes through, I, that's the lot I'll be at. Oh, it's yeah. definitely gonna be the craziest one. Yeah, that's bring, for sure. bring your helmets. Bring your helmets. <laughs> there you go. I'll I'll strap that right onto the cooler. We'll buckle it right onto the cooler <laughs> handle, baby. But yeah, AJ. I mean. You know, I, I wanted to ask too before you know we wrap it up here. What's um, what's kind of like a the long term thing? Do you think about that a lot? Like you know, obviously you've done a lot of growing, evolving, and like kind of restructuring and prioritizing things. But like, what's kind of like the next step for you? Do you think you know with Buffalo AF and and what you want to take as far as your next step or your next level? Yeah, I mean, I've I've thought a little bit about long term like goals and stuff, but I've I've only been doing it for not even three years now, right. so I'm I'm just getting started on everything. But long term, I mean, I would I would like Buffalo F to be a full time job. Like I would love to party and slam tables and pull pranks on people full time. That <laughs> that sounds amazing to me. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm working on. And that's, you know, that's how the merch comes into play. 
um, yeah. that keeps everything going. So um, go buy merch. <laughs> so go I can, buy merch. <laughs> so I can, I can live a better life than you. <laughs> 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 oh man no I'm joking I'm joking no it's it's fun and I, I I I enjoy designing the merch like I design everything so it's like it's fun doing that it's fun making it and it's fun like seeing people other people enjoy it and wear it out um and it, it's fun making content like it's it's a good time for me so that's beautiful. I hope it's I hope it can become a full-time thing yeah I, I work nine to five right now and I'm I'm learning a lot from my nine to five. I'm actually thankful for my nine to five, but definitely not ready to like leave it yet. You yeah. Know what I mean? so. yeah. Totally get it. Keep up the work, man. Keep the consistency. It's awesome to see the growth, you know, awesome getting you on here too, to tell some of these, these stories that, you know, we've heard through Cavs eyes, you know, for some of them, but getting them from your perspective was awesome. Um, is there anything else you, yeah, you, appreciate want, it. you wanted to, to throw out there for people? You know, any, you know, new merch pieces you want to plug, new videos, all that sort of stuff. So we'll obviously tag you and all, you know, everything. But anything you want to bring up before we get out of here? Well, I mean, hey, listen, first off, whatever Cab said is probably a lie. <laughs> whatever he said about me is probably a lie. First off. Okay. But. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, we got a, we got a super dope video, hopefully coming tomorrow, like, well, filming tomorrow, it'll, it'll come Sunday. Um, that's, that's gonna be crazy. Um, I don't, I don't want to count my chickens before they hatch and stuff, just like that airsoft video, you know, like right. on leaves right. last second. So I don't want to count my chickens before they hatch and announce it on here and all that, but no, we, no we got hopefully a super good video coming um sunday with a special guest and uh we got a new merch drop coming early july pretty much everything's done um so every everything's moving everything's going good and i i just really can't wait for the season to start can't wait either appreciate you joining us aj one last time they'll plug all the uh just in case plug the instagram the tiktok youtube website whatever just like the handles or anything like that so people can go check it out buffalo underscore af on everything buffalo underscore af and then the website is buffalo dash af.com i appreciate you guys having me man thanks so much for joining us thank you we'll be in touch um Keep up the great work, dude, and I will, we'll have you back, you know, maybe a, a pre-playoff show or, or something like that once the bill season gets going. But we'll touch base again in the coming months for sure, man. It was great having you on. Sure. I think people are going to really like it. Sounds good, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, AJ. See you.